This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to episode 10 of Full House Rewind, also known as Joey's Place. I'm your host, Dave Coulier, and Patty Mastari is our guest on the show today. She's going to be joining us shortly. Episode 10 opens with Joey ironing clothes in the kitchen. While holding the iron, he does the 2001 Space Odyssey movie theme with sound effects. You know, the... Oh yeah, it's pretty great. Joey tells DJ, Steph, Danny, and Jesse that he's been chosen as one of the hot and upcoming comics and that he's going on a two-week college stand-up tour. But Joey feels like he should stay home because he's committed to helping Danny and taking care of the girls. The family then convinces Joey to go on his tour. We cut to the living room where he's surrounded by comedy props and rehearsing his act. Joey then looks for a quiet place to rehearse and ends up down in the garage. As Joey is doing his water fountain impression, DJ enters and offers some encouragement for his comedy tour, and they share their thoughts about not having any privacy in the house. Before Joey leaves, he shares a heartwarming scene with Michelle in the living room. Jesse holds down the fort while Joey's gone, then Candace Cameron and Jody Sweeten's moms in real life, Barbara Cameron and Janice Sweeten, make an appearance as two moms who drop their kids off for Jesse to babysit. Jesse starts to realize just how tough it is taking care of the house and the kids while Joey's gone. Then Danny tells the family that he's hired contractors to build Joey his own room at the house. Well, two weeks go by, Joey returns home and sees that all of his stuff has been moved down to the garage, thinking that maybe he's been kicked out of the house. Of course, when he goes downstairs, it's been magically transformed into a great bedroom. Danny tells Joey how much he means to the family and that he is truly a tanner. The show ends with the family celebrating, and that is episode 10, Joey's Place. We'd like to hear what you think about episode 10. Send us an email at fullhouserewind at podcode.us. And with that, let's get on with the show. You've got messages. Oh, time to check messages. 
Hello, David. It's me, the big boss here at Full House Rewind. Listen, give me a call back. I need to talk to you about something. Big boss? Yes, what is it, Henry? Boss, I got Lizzo on the line. All right, David, listen, I gotta grab that. It's not that big of a deal. Just a little something I think is important. Call me on Tuesday between 10.43 and 10.45 a.m. I've always got time for you. Okay, you take care. Bye-bye. wonder what the big boss wants. What if I come back to the show and all my stuff has moved out? I'm starting to feel like Joey in real life, just like episode 10. Ah, wait a minute. Maybe they're going to build me a new Full House Rewind studio, just like in Joey's place. I would love that. And... You're going to love our special guest on the show. You know, you always need a script for a show, right? I first met Patty Mastari during our first season of Full House. Her name was Patty Passarelli back then. She was our script supervisor. What does a script supervisor do? Well, on Full House, we kept her really busy because me and John Stamos would ad-lib comedy bits all day long on the stage, so script was always changing. Patty would make impeccably accurate script changes, translating what we did on the stage so that our writers and producers could have it by the time we did our run-throughs in the afternoon. I discovered early on that Patty had a great laugh, so I was constantly making jokes to her to make her laugh, in effect, making her my personal audience. I found that to be very useful on a show where I'm supposed to be making people laugh all the time. Patty was our script supervisor, or scripty, for 68 episodes on Full House. She would go on to be the script princess for several big shows, including Step by Step, Friends, United States of Al, and would eventually end up going full circle with us back on Fuller House. She is so great at what she does, and she makes every day on the set a really fun time. Please welcome to Full House Rewind, Patty Mastari! Hi, how are you? I'm good. Oh my gosh, I am so happy you're here. You drove up from Orange County. You're yes. down, where are you, Costa Mesa? You're I'm in Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. Yo. You're a beach girl. I am. You love the beach, don't you? Yes. So you're still working or you're yeah. kind of? I mean, yeah, I did um, a couple of non-union projects um, and I've been working with uh, screenwriters, helping them format their screenplays and so forth. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, I'm doing, also teaching script supervising a little bit. Well, you're so good at it. I mean, Aww. and we were kids. We were kids. Oh, I know. That's another <laughs> awful house moment. We were kids when we were on Full House. I yes. mean, that was 1987. 87. I was 27. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're younger than me, right? You're younger by a year or two? or No, but I'd like to say I am. Oh, no. but you look like you are. <laughs> We love our guests. Oh, Dave, uh, yeah. cut it out. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I there had to it do is. it, you know. I know, you got I'm the shirt on. I'm flying the colors. You got those shirts on. Patty mm. had the best laugh, uh, and and I zeroed in on you because because you laughed all the time, and I was like, ooh, Patty's my audience. <laughs> I can do all my really weird stuff. But but you're so, I'm supposed to be making people laugh. Right. Right? Yeah, and you guys would, we would be rehearsing scenes, and then the three of you would, like, be in a competition. Who could make me laugh the longest, hardest, 
a most inappropriate time, which was pretty much all of you. And then Joel Zwick would get mad at me and say, Patty, don't encourage them. Stop we it. We gotta got, get through this. I got turtles in bags. <laughs> Joel, who didn't, I think Stamos used to call him Gallagher. He looks like Gallagher because he was bald near here and he'd run around like a, like a, oh my gosh. He was just like yeah. a little varmint. How did you, okay, you gotta, you gotta kind of tell us how that happened. How do you get mm -hmm. to Tom and Bob mm -hmm. and in this world where you and I both end up? Right, so um, from Disney, I started to do working with producer, director, writers. I was in the office right. um, as a office manager. Or Not the as, office, the TV show, but the office. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, writer's assistant. Right. And then when I was working for um, on Love Boat, uh, Bill Bickley and Michael Warren came in mm. as the new EPs. Yeah. And I started to take script supervising classes. I was training with a professional. And because we have like a really fun set, they would allow me to take my lunches, go down to the set and train with Helen Parker, which she was amazing. Yeah. She was in her 70s at the time. And she had worked on the original Shirley Temple movies, Talkies. Oh man, yeah. wow. Amazing, back in the silent picture yeah. days. So so this is at what studio now? Where that was gonna... over at, oh gosh. Lorimar, Paramount, I think it was Universal? Warner Hollywood. I think Warner it was Warner Hollywood. Hollywood. And then and at some point I ended up on the Love Boat as a writer's assistant um, and script supervising part-time, taking some non-union gigs. Here comes <laughs> Bill Bickley and Michael Warren. They right. knew what I wanted to do. Right. And so when Love Boat ended, they started to work with uh, Miller Boyette, Tom Miller and Bob Boyette. Yeah. And one thing led to another and there was this opportunity. I literally got a phone call. It's like, okay, do you know tape? No, <laughs> I knew single camera film. Uh, do you want to get in the union? union? Yes, right. I want to get in the union so bad. Right. Friday, I came in literally like just had a normal. So, so which union is that? Is, IATSE. I'd say I, I, IATSE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. IATSE, right. local 871. So, Ooh, hey, shout out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I took that phone call. I'm like, yes, where do I have to be? Marilyn Bagley was so good to retrain me that Marilyn day. Marilyn Bagley. So on a Friday, I'm training on a four camera tape show and I learned tape and by Monday, the show is mine. So that was wow. during the pilot of Full House. So by episode two is mine. Wow. And I did three seasons. That's crazy because you came you in and, and you hit the ground running. So I didn't know that you were just kind of starting out, yeah. you know. But what a what an incredible environment we had, you know, mm -hmm. to be in that Miller Boyette stable and they treated us so well. Yeah. Tom and Bob just really treated us uh, just like we really were family. And then yeah. we became family. I mean, we went to, I was looking at some of your pictures before the show. <laughs> some of those pictures are just like, I haven't seen them. Yeah. You know, so it's such a, a trip down memory lane. My gosh. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've had so many people that you know on the show, Jeff and John and Karen Miller. That's so fun. Uh, Rich Carell was here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Barth Karloff was my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, uh, what? Tell our audience, what was it like? Because you were a great laugher. What was it like being on the set with me and John and Bob? It was like my relationship with you guys, because we're all about the same age. So, you know, a bunch of 
kids in their 20s uh, <laughs> running around doing a TV show, what could go wrong? <laughs> so in, in some ways, I was like your little sister. In yeah. some ways, I was like your mother because I had to be a little more mature and try to keep, yeah. you know, kind of keep things going, making sure you knew your lines. A and little more mature still makes you <laughs> immature. <laughs> when you Pretty us. much, yeah, pretty yeah. much. So yeah, I wanted to have fun because you guys were so funny. It was such a, a chill stage and we, you know, it was such a family, like you, like you said. So it's hard to like take on a leadership uh, <laughs> department of one in the production crew, you know, role when I just kind of just want to have fun. So I try to take in the whole moment. You know, yeah. you guys were so supportive. Um, I would give you guys continuity notes or whatever. And uh, in between all the fun, you always did it. You guys knew your lines. We had fun. Joel's wick would get so upset because we were <laughs> running long. So he'd be up in the booth. It was me, um, the technical director, the the associate director, and Joel. And Joel would be like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Keith, tell them. Tell them, get on their marks. Get on their marks. Like, oh. I would literally be cracking up. I'm the only one cracking up in the booth. He's like, Patty, what are you doing? I go, they can't hear you. I go, I'm not doing it because it's something I'm trying to like show off. They're funny. Yeah. Anyway, I was probably more of an instigator than I should have been. Well, yeah, but, of course you were. But it all worked out because, you know, I did three seasons with you guys. I did seven seasons on Step by Step with the Miller yeah. Boyette. Yeah. And the rest is history, a bunch of shows in between. And then I got to do Fuller House. It's like, hi, do you want to do Fuller House? I'm like, that is literally the dream gig. <laughs> yeah, it literally. was. We had so much fun. And when we came back to do Fuller House, it was as if no time had passed. Yeah. All the same stupid jokes. I was mm -hmm. doing all the characters. I was sitting up in the bleachers <laughs> doing all my characters. <laughs> that I used to do. Uh, but we also had that other dynamic of the kids. Oh yeah. You know, around <laughs> and we were always in trouble. Mm. And you know, the moms would come around the corner and, and it would be like either one of three names, Dave, John, or Bob. It was usually Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob. And I'd be like, he did it, you know. You both would be like, John would be here. Bob would be in the middle. You're <laughs> over here you guys would go, it was him. And Bob's like, what do you mean? It wasn't me. Then you guys would get literally like Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know. I know. And I wish we had all that video behind the scenes. You know, yeah. I mean, today you could do it. You know, yeah. you could do a show. You couldn't air it anywhere. No, but you, <laughs> it'd be pretty. Now, the things I know, the pretty, vault. But the you, vault is locked and it's oh, not coming out. Oh, I know. At dinner parties. <laughs> At dinner parties, it'll come out. Yeah. Um, but you you hung out with the kids a lot. I yeah. mean, there's lots. I saw so many pictures where yeah. you were with Mary Kate and Ashley and Candace and yeah. and uh, Jody. And um, so you spent a lot of time with them? Yeah. Like away from the show? No, not so much away from the show. But, <clears throat> you know, in reality, we spend more waking hours together. Right doing a show during, you know, Monday through Friday. So yeah. it's kind of like we just kind of take on those sibling, mother, <clears> daughter, <throat> sister, best friend, yeah, cousin, distant cousin, whatever role. And it yeah. just makes sense. Plus I wanted to help them have, you know, feel comfortable and feel supported yeah. in any way I could do that. That's what I did yeah. because they were such amazing kids. They I mean, were that, those are my favorite kind of shows to work on. Anything that has kids, 
and I get to you know know the parents. So I'm still friends with the parents. Yeah. I mean, we're still like Facebook friends, and yeah. we call each other sometimes. And same thing with Fuller House. So every time I'm on a show with kids, I'm more I'm probably closer in age to their parents. Right. So I gravitate towards the parents and help them any right. way I can in supporting the right. kids. But it's a great role. Script supervisors. The nice thing is that we're in, you know, we're on the set when anything's going on, uh, rehearsing or shooting or anything after or whatever, right. we're just right there in the mix or when we're on location, even more so, because we're all living together, as you know. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I know. Well, you spend more time together as a TV crew than you do yeah. with your own family. Absolutely. And then we would go out and hang out with each other after work. Yeah. You know, it was always a party at Stamos's house right. or... You know, we'd go to Bob's for a pool party or we were always, it was just so much fun, yeah. you know, being, uh, you know, you talk about the parents. The parents were great. Janice yes. and Barbara and and uh, Sherry Barber, yes. um, you know, Bill Stamos, Sam Sweeten. I mean, they were all, they were all so great. And Adria Later, um, who I would love to have on the show just to yes. talk about some of the stuff that happened with Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. She was so great with those girls. Yes. You know, she was a, what do you call it? A welfare worker or a social worker? Social worker. Social I think worker, she's right? like a teacher. Like and a teacher. liaison between the studio and the parents right. trying to, yeah. you know, facilitate. But she would, she would have gummy bears or a little <laughs> treat, like a little piece of fruit. <laughs> and I remember when, when Mary Kate and Ashley were really little, she'd be off camera trying to get them to say the line. She goes, I have fruit or I have a gummy bear. And I remember in one of our outtakes reels, I think it's Ashley says, I want fruit. And then, <laughs> no, I have a gummy bear. Ah, fruit. And, and we couldn't, but we would have to stand there forever. Sometimes yeah. they would put Mary Kate or Ashley in position. And if they weren't having it, we had to stand there forever. And then mm. they'd bring, they'd switch Mary Kate with Ashley right. and she'd come out and we would just have to stand in position. They'd get, you know, we, we would always say, get the baby's line and then uh, we'd proceed with the scene, you know. Yeah. So it was it was tedious at times. Uh -huh. And then people would come up to us and go, that baby's amazing. How do they get <laughs> that baby? How do you guys do that? To, I'm like, well, we did 14 takes and that's yeah. the one that worked. We you came know? in on Saturday. Yeah. Remember that day? Yeah, I remember. In the shower. Oh, my we gosh. We laid down bars and tone and that was it. Rap. <laughs> that didn't work. Well, there were there were times. <laughs> There were times when uh, we couldn't get through scenes. There yeah. was one time when me and Bob, and the line was, we were in the pink bunny room, the girls' room, <laughs> and uh, Joel was directing, and the line was, uh, Bob had to look at me and say, Jesse ran away from home. We never got it. <laughs> we never got the line. Bob and I laughed so hard we couldn't get the, through it, and then Joel came down, and, and, I've never, and it was like Joel was so defeated. I never saw Joel defeated. He was like, guys, please, please, can you just, right? we, we've got to get this, okay? Another Joel story. <laughs> One time he, he was up in the booth and me and Bob were goofing around. And uh, the line that I had, I was supposed to act like I wasn't interested. So I was acting like I wasn't interested in the scene, <laughs> right? And Joel thought I was, I was goofing around, right? I remember the scene. So, yeah. So he comes running down and he's like, I'm meeting upstairs. No, I've had it. So we all go upstairs and they brought, he was, I want the entire cast. So they brought Mary Kate and Ashley. So he was ready to rip into everybody, the adults. And then he saw the kids up there and he went and, and 
it was so funny because it was it was the best take. He went, now first of all, and he looks over. We want to try and get this, okay? <laughs> do and you his think whole, we can do that? Please, guys. Please, <laughs> Come on, what do you two think? And it was the best. <laughs> and then we couldn't we couldn't stop making fun of that. Yes. You know. Yes. But um, yeah. And then in two thousand. Um, I think you'd kind of had enough, right? <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's what I remember you telling me. And then yeah, you moved to I Denver. Mean, right? I had done done it for so almost many shows. two decades. So yeah. many shows. I ended on Friends. And I thought after that, what? A, how are you going to top right. that? Who had the same stage as us, right? Yes, yeah, Stage 24. Stage I've done 24. so many shows on Stage 24. I have to say, like, I probably worked every studio at this point, at some point. Right. But collectively, probably more shows on stage 24 than anywhere at Warner Brothers. And that became the good luck stage where yes. you went into syndication. Yeah. Mike and Molly were there. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Joey, the um, think Matt they, LeBlanc's yeah. show was there. Mm -hmm. So that became the, ooh, if you're on 24, like you're going to go into syndication. Everyone's going to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but that became uh, yeah. such a legendary stage yeah. and then when we went back for fuller house we ended up on the same stage which right. was crazy like there's just the luck of that happening amazing so cool and then yeah. also i remember the day when we all walked onto the stage for the first time for the read and we see these sets yeah now talk about a moment in time you're like i'm like i'm right back to being 28 Oh, I'm right back to being that script was, supervisor. A lot of wrinkles, uh, a lot less wrinkles <laughs> and not so much gray hair. But, you know, it's like it takes you back in time. So I, what the audiences experience when we had those those show nights and we right. would reveal the stage because it's almost like the other character in the, in yeah, the stage. Yeah, well, the couch we was lived. a character. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was the moment that they felt is exactly what we all felt that yeah. first week. Yeah, it's like oh my gosh! I expected little Jody to walk through the door and little Candace and the babies. <laughs> it was emotional for me. Oh, yeah. It was emotional just being back there and yeah. and um, you know experiencing that with with everybody. I cried when I first saw the set. Yeah, you know it was um, it was pretty pretty special. But Full House put me on the map. It, it got me in the union. So I've always always treasured that show. Yeah. You know, because it, it created my career. It created my association with Tom and Bob that was 15 years without looking for yeah. work. That's yeah. amazing in this, in this business. So um, do you remember our note sessions? <laughs> like we would go and we would do notes after the show. And it was, I, I think it was Bob losing his mind. He would he would do this Indiana Jones thing where he would cut his body in half. Remember he'd go <laughs> and he would cut his and then he would pull pull his rib cage open. This was the bit. This was the bit that Bob did. I'm just bringing you into the into the room for notes after, <laughs> and he would go and then he would he would take this and then he would pull all of his guts out and he'd go and then he'd swing him over a tree and then he'd swing from his guts on a tree and his lungs would go <laughs> this is bob saget ladies and gentlemen this is what notes were like it was absolute insanity yes and it was bob losing his mind <laughs> and i remember we couldn't stop laughing and i remember jeff just going he would do that thing with his hair <laughs> and it would just be like it was almost like make it stop 
please, please make it stop. Because we're we were all laughing. Yes, it's yeah. a lot of laughter on that. I have to say, out of all the shows I've ever worked on, I probably have laughed the uh, most <laughs> on those three years. The the producers let me and John play a lot. We mm -hmm. came up with lots of bits and yeah. lots of uh, business on the stage and stuff. How do you keep all that straight? Like I, mm -hmm. I could never. And you were right on with it. So then by the time we got to run through, it was already shipped down. The script was there printed and boom, we'd have it mm -hmm. for run through. I don't know how you did it, but I know you had pencils and you had stuff and you had a ruler and you were drawing stuff. And it was like this roadmap that you were creating. <laughs> and I just thought, how? what's on there? You know, yeah. it's like ancient hieroglyphics or something. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You yeah. had your own language, didn't you? Uh, that's the role of the script supervisor. We 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 control the chaos. So right. whatever's happening on the on the set, whether it be line changes or blocking changes or whatever it is, will dictate in in script form, yeah. so that the writers will take the when we do the run through, they have now a script that looks like what we're performing, right. and they'll take that to the rewrite table at night, and then they're able to adopt those changes that I've yeah. notated or decide not to, and then they go in another right. direction or whatever, but at least I provide with, you know, for them, what you just saw. The right. chaos that you guys did, right. or I'll remind you, remember that was the bit that we rehearsed right. during, right. and then I'm like, do you wanna do that for run through to check with the director, and yes, yes, okay, remember, remember. So boom, the physical bits it. too. Yeah, like all you, of it. You, who do you think was the weirdest, most bizarre guest star that we ever had? We had some we had some that just were so uncharacteristic of a family sitcom. We had Mickey Rooney. We had Little Richard. Mm. We had Phyllis Diller. That was great, yeah. We had uh, the guy from, I think it was Sanford and Son. Hey, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> we had him. I forget what his name. He was a wonderful actor, uh, but he kept calling DJ's character Gloria. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the, the subject matter that we had on Full House, we tackled a lot of issues that weren't really sitcom subjects, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, drinking and getting in trouble with the kids and, you know, Candace going through, you know, puberty, really, um, yeah. you know, adolescence. Yes. There was a lot of, in, and we were really one of the first, like, inclusive shows. Yeah. You know, we had kids from, you know, all different kind of races, you know, yeah. and, and, um, you know, we really, and I don't know if that was a conscious decision with Tom and Bob or Probably. Jeff, you know, yeah, but it I was imagine. really for that time for the eighties and nineties, it was really kind of a time of, you know, where no one was really talking about that, but yeah. we did it, mm -hmm. you know, and covered those topics and stuff, you yeah, know, so a lot of times on, on TV shows at that time, it was always the kids that never did wrong or whatever, right. but our kids, they were more like normal kids. We went through, you know, challenges at school, challenges through their friends, whatever yeah. it was, the love interests, things that were disappointing, family dynamics, um, all sorts of things. So it was, plus the actresses, oh my gosh, Candace, Jody, Andrea, yeah, three, and of course Lori and yeah. all of them. Like, that's the thing. Whatever was on the page, they really brought it to life and brought yeah. their own nuances. And uh, I was just always so amazed by their talents. So yeah. young, and I knew that. I'm gonna watch these girls. They're gonna be who knew. Yeah, directors, producers, executive producers, and now owning 
studios. So um, amazing. Did you feel a certain sense of nostalgia when we came back, like to do Fuller House? I mean, it was for me, it was like, um, you know, it's like they say you can't go home again. And here we were and it was like Full House 2.0. And I remember that first table read that we did. Yeah. And I guess it was at Warner Brothers in some big meeting room. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing Peter Roth and seeing all those familiar faces. And then, you know, we were just meeting all the people from Netflix at the time. But just seeing those faces around the room, it was like the best family reunion you could ever have. And like after that reading, it was like, let's go down to the stage and start working. And it was remarkable. It really yeah. was. It, it's almost indescribable. I can't really put it into words of how yeah. uh, wonderful, because how many times do you really get that chance again? Exactly. Almost never, right? Exactly. And, and it's like it's like being able to go and drive around in the car with your high school friends again. <laughs> like, how many times do you get to do that? You so know? true. I could talk to you forever. It, and, you know, uh, we've had so many great times together and so many laughs um thanks for being here yeah thank i really you. appreciate this is it so fun. you don't get to go away so easily though because it's time for aw oh, cut it out oh, cut it out of course every episode of full house had a heartfelt scene and we have cut out a scene from episode 10 that we're going to read together so patty you got your script all right no pressure now do you want to play danny or joey because this is a danny and joey you you pick uh I think I would make a better Joey than you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you have the shirt. You got the shirt I do. on. All right. Well, then I'll be Nanny. All right. Okay. Here we go. Ready? And action. Don't ask. Joey, you're my best friend, and you're doing me the biggest favor of my life by helping me raise my girls. This is just our way of saying thanks. No one has ever done anything like this for me before. And the best part is... As great as my new room is, you guys really want me here. Are you kidding? You're a part of our family. Face it, pal. You're a tanner. And then you can throw in, like, if you want to ad-lib, like, <laughs> you know, and then and then you write it into the script for later. Yeah. Through. Wow, that is, uh, that is, that is tear-jerking right there. Um, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> it was fun. Patty Mustari, or as I know her as Patty Passarelli. Sorry, Patty. Had to say that. Had to say that. So many great memories with Patty Mustari here for episode 10 of Full House Rewind. Of course, everywhere you look, there's some fun trivia and facts about Full House. Here's something interesting about episode 10 of Full House there's a yellow Volkswagen Beetle in the garage. I don't think we ever see that car again, and I'm pretty sure we never mention whose car that is. So if any of you Full House fans know any reference about that car, please let us know, okay? Because I don't. Send us an email at fullhouserewind at podco.us. Oh, somebody's at the door. Hey, Dave. Hey, look, it's my buddy, Mr. Woodchuck. Dave, I'm sure glad Joey got his own room in the house. Yeah, I'm happy about that, too. So, let me get this straight. Danny hired contractors, and in two weeks they built an entire room? That's the magic of Full House. And that room was made of... wood? 
Oh boy, you got me again. Oh, somebody else is here. Hi, Dave. Hey, Comet, what's going on? I like that yellow Volkswagen on the show. Yeah, I, I don't know whose car that was. And it's a convertible. Yeah, that'd be fun to drive. Dave, I love riding in convertibles. The wind makes my ears flop around, and sometimes I'll just bark for no reason at all. Well, that sounds pretty fun. I don't have a convertible, but maybe you and I can take a drive one of these days. Ah, oh, do you really mean it, Dave? Absolutely. You're the best. I'm probably going to stop by every day. Love you, Dave. <laughs> I love you too, Comet. <laughs> oh, somebody else is here. Oh, it's our neighbor, Granny Tanner. Hello, David. Hi, Granny. I just talked with Patty Mastari out in the driveway. I asked her to be my script supervisor on my new show. Do you have a new show? Oh, David, don't play possum with me. You know darn well that my show, Grand Central Station, is going to be a monster. I'm thinking that Netflix, HBO, Hulu, Showtime, ABC, NBC, CBS, YouTube, Apple, and Amazon will all want to pick it up. Wow, that would be huge if they all picked it up. Okay, I'm going to go for a run and start thinking about script ideas, and then I'll give them to Patty. I'm trying to think about which running shoes to wear. You know, you need to work on a shoe sponsor for my show. I go through a lot of shoes. Start calling all those networks and streamers. Okay, I'll get right on that, Granny. Okay, bye, David. Uh, bye, Granny. I'll say this, she's very huggable. You know what? We close every episode of Full House Rewind by giving all of you who need it a hug. So here it is, your Full House hug. Come on, bring it in. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's our show. We'd like to thank our special guest, Patty Mastari, for stopping by. And thank you for listening and watching because you are the heart and soul of Full House Rewind. Now, go out there, share the love. So long. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Full House Rewind. To watch clips from the pod, go check out the Full House Rewind Clips YouTube channel at the link in the description. And we'll see you next week. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.